Combo Breaker. What up, though? It's your boy D High back in the building. I said, yo, man, we are coming at you on the tail end of E3. It was another good one, everybody. Good feelings. And then the bad feeling that comes with it, knowing that we don't get E3 again for another year. But this year, 2019, was a good one. Even with the absence of Sony's press conference, I still felt like it was a good one. Nintendo did their thing. Microsoft did their thing. The various small companies. I mean, the individual gaming studios did their thing. We had plenty of surprises. We had... Just a good time, man, overall. I was glad to sit down and take in each one. I actually sat down. Being with the podcast and everything, I sat down and I wrote notes, you know, as I was watching everything because I wanted to make sure that I, you know, kind of made notes of the things that I noticed in the press conference and the things that I wanted to talk about on the podcast. But, man, it was a great time to start it off. <clears throat> I mean, last week, Early or late last week, Google did their thing with their Stadia um, announcement and kind of gave us a little, you know, a little teaser of what to expect with their with their gaming service. And while it's not a full blown console, it's going to be a streaming service, basically, where you get a Chromecast device and you you connect it to the Stadia service. And as long as you have a controller, you can play your games which appears to have a, a cloud-based service. It, I mean, it looks it looks intriguing. The one twenty nine um, price bundle that they're offering seems like a good idea. I mean, I'm I'd be interested to try it when it comes out. I think that I think they'll get a fair amount of customers. I think not having an actual console will be a um, a big thing. You know, with the company, I, I think that'll draw in some people who want to let their kids just play casually without having to go out and actually spend several hundred dollars on a new console. Um, and I feel like you'll have the hardcore gamers that'll get it just to say, I have the thing, you know, so that'll be fun in itself. But they they came out and said that you basically you get a Stadia controller, Chromecast and Three, I believe it was three months of their Stadia Pro, like like Xbox Live equivalent or whatever, and you'd get a three month one to gift to a friend as well. So I I thought that was pretty cool. I I really enjoyed it, um, and it seems like it was priced just right. So I mean the you know casual gamers and hardcore gamers alike would be interested and say, yeah, I don't mind shelling out that type of money just to give it a try you know, to see what it's like. Um, and then you're moving into the weekend on Saturday. We got a little EA play action coming at you and EA electronic arts dropped some of their gameplay. And the biggest one that I took away from them was star Wars fallen order. Now this being a single person campaign based game. I like it. I, you know, they showed some alpha gameplay and it, it looks good. I mean, it was alpha gameplay, so you can't expect it to be like, you know, just the greatest graphics and run as smoothly as you would expect. But from what I saw from that alpha gameplay, it looks great. And it's something that I'm, 
I'm sure willing to, you know, get my hands on once it actually comes out. I think that, um, I think that people are going to, I think that people are going to want to get their hands on this game because most of the Star Wars games have been multiplayer and, you know, it's not really story based and everything. So I think once they get their hands on this, they'll be more excited and willing to try it out. Um, the next one after that was Battlefield 5. And Battlefield 5 is already out, but they were talking about some of the things that are coming with it. Battlefield has always just been a great game. What they do is so much fun, man. They're, as a first-person shooter, that game is tremendous. Um, they, If anybody who knows me knows that I love to snipe in my shooters. And so to be able to play that one... You know, I think that Battlefield has the best sniping mechanics of any of the the shooters. That's just my personal opinion. I mean, people could think otherwise, but I really like Battlefield sniping opposed to any of the other games. Um, they were talking about the Chapter 5 that's supposed to be coming out as DLC, and it looks great. It looks like it's going to be just another fun add-on to the, what's already a fun game. So I'm looking forward to that one right there. Um, Madden. Madden 20 is coming out this year. And I myself have not bought Madden in several years. Just because I kind of got burnt out on it. It felt like some of the game mechanics were just the same old thing over and over and over. And I got tired of shelling out 60 bucks every year for the same game. Well, what I felt like was the same game. I did, however, continue to buy it for my son because he loves to play it and you know he's young so i think he just enjoys playing the you know the game with his friends but that being said what they showed the new features that have been added in for madden 20 uh i gotta say i'm in they have got me hook line and sinker i think this year may be the year that I get back into Madden and give it a full-blown run again because I'm really liking the mechanics. I'm really liking where they're headed. You know, the one of the things that, you know, they they changed to the Frostbite engine, which the Frostbite engine is amazing. It makes your games run so much smoother. They look great. I'm I'm willing to give it another try. I'm, I'm jumping back into Madden. I think the X-Factor abilities that they added in this year for the individual superstars looks really cool. And it's just something that I'd want to try out to see. See how I would fare with my good old Dallas Cowboys, you know. Them Dallas Cowboys. You know, if you didn't know, then now you know. that The Dallas Cowboys, they are my team, and that's who I rep on Madden. Has always been that way and will always be that way. Thank you. On Sunday, we got a little Microsoft action. Microsoft decided that they wanted to come out of the gates and railroad us with games. And I ain't mad at it. I'm a big Xbox guy. It's primarily what I play. I own all three of the consoles, but I primarily play on Xbox. So I was really looking forward to the Microsoft press conference. Because I wanted to see what they had for us. They started off their press conference with a game called Outer Worlds. And that game looked really interesting to me. I liked the fact like it was kind of a choose your... You can choose your fate. Like you can be a hero, a villain, kind of a mix of the two. 
like you know causing anarchy and chaos and stuff like that i really enjoyed that and that was just something you know i'm xbox always has a lot of games that look interesting to me they're having game pass is a great way to try out those games if i wouldn't just go out and just flat out buy them but i will sure give that a try if it ever makes its way on to game pass the next game was bleeding edge Bleeding Edge looked interesting to me because it reminded me somewhat of Overwatch, their style of play. Overwatch, and I believe is a game called Paladins that came out a while back, where you kind of select a hero who has different abilities and y'all fight each other in, in an arena-style fight or whatever. But it looked interesting, and I, the crowd reaction was pretty good to that one, so I'm guessing that one might get a lot of foot traffic when that comes out. And I'd be willing to try it. I mean... Especially with Game Pass, like I say, with Game Pass, you'd be more tempted to try things like that because, you know, instead of just shelling out the money every month for new games, you can try it for, you know, for cheap. So why not? The next game was a game I had previously saw the the first one to this, I guess is the sequel. It was Ori and the Will of the Wisp. Now, I remember Ori in the Blind Forest, and it looked great. I never played it, but it looks great. And I remember seeing a lot of gameplay online for that one. Now, that being said, Ori and the Will of the Wisp looks amazing, and I think I might have to jump in on this one. It looks, it looks great, and I'm thinking I might want to give this one a try out myself. Um, if it's one thing that I love, it's just, it has a certain art style to it that just is really intriguing. Games like that always tend to grab my attention that have like a unique art style. And I think I'm going to have to give that one a try because it looks awesome. Um, after that, good old Phil Spencer came out and as, like I said, as a Microsoft fan, I love that guy, man. That dude has done such a great job with Xbox and their games. I mean, I just don't see how people, you know, how people don't give Xbox as much respect, you know, with Phil at the helm. Phil is just, he's just a guy, man. He is just a guy that truly cares about games. He truly cares about his customers. And I feel like each year since the introduction of the Xbox One, he has done his part to make it better and better and better. And it only just, it, it works out for gamers, man. We, we have us a great time when we get a chance to take all that stuff in. So it was good to see him come out. They showed a little more Fallen Order footage for Star Wars Fallen Order. And it... That one, I don't know um, if it was run on a different machine or what, but it didn't look like the alpha footage we had seen the day before at EA Play. It looked a little sharper, a little better, and I actually liked it. It was pretty cool. Um, it was pretty much the same gameplay we saw before, just it looked a little sharper and better. Then we dove a little bit into the horror genre, and they gave us a Blair Witch video game. When it initially came on... I was thinking it was Alan Wake, like a sequel to Alan Wake, which I've been wanting a sequel for that game for a few years now. And so I was thinking about it, and the more I looked at it, I was like, no, nah, this can't be Alan Wake. Well, what is it? 
then they kept showing like the camera footage and then the person standing in the corner and all that stuff and then the picture started coming more into focus and they revealed it was Blair Witch the video game and man that game looks truly phenomenal I am a big fan of horror movies in general I love horror gameplay so to be able to combine the two get in there and, and you know and play out the franchise myself man it's going to be fun i'm looking forward to it and i think logically this would be the next step for like the blair witch series instead of making more films why not switch it over to video games and let a, a company like microsoft you know do the thing with that one that one that one looked great though then we got the big one of the most anticipated titles which was cyberpunk and my goodness did that game impress? You sit up there, build this anticipation around Cyberpunk last year at E3. And then this year you show us some actual gameplay. It looks amazing. And then, not only do you show us the gameplay, but then you drop us one of the greatest gifts you could drop us. The doors open up and out walks Keanu Reeves, who also is in the game. And it doesn't get much cooler than John Wick himself. I mean, right now, I'd be hard-pressed to name a cooler guy on the planet outside of maybe Robert Downey Jr. and Keanu Reeves. Though, what Microsoft did by adding him into the game was phenomenal. It was a great choice. Bringing him into the fold was awesome. People really lost their minds and got excited when they saw him come on the screen, you know, and talk to you and stuff. So I'd love to see how much inclusion he actually has in the game, how big of a part he's going to play in the story, and whether you might even be able to play as him at some point. That would be pretty cool, too. But I really enjoyed that, and Cyberpunk, for me, will be bought on day one. I will be getting that on the day it releases just to try it out. They showed a couple of the ID at Xbox games. And just to kind of give us a preview, that program right there, that's one of the best things Microsoft has done. The ID at Xbox, it gives the power to the creators to create the games that they want to play and allow and give them right to us gamers so we can try them out. And just to see the abilities that some people have to create and do their thing, it's phenomenal. It's awesome. I really appreciate it. I have an appreciation for people as creators who can take something from scratch and make it into this wonderful thing that people want to enjoy and take in. I really like that. And that program is awesome. And I'm just going to be a fan of it as long as they have it. Um, they talked a little more about Game Pass. Well, what is Game Pass Ultimate now? Where essentially you can play your games from Game Pass, not only on the Xbox anymore, but also on PC. And with the Game Pass Ultimate program, it's gonna be PC, Xbox, and Xbox Live all included into one charge of $14.99. That right there is an amazing deal. I'm looking forward to that one because I truly think that by having all of those bundled in, you're going to bring in a lot more customers. And especially with Game Pass, it makes it so much better for people who don't have the money to just go shell out for games year after year after year. 
I think that's a great choice by Xbox. And I've already signed up for it. They announced that right after the press conference, they'd have it for a dollar. So all, I signed up for it immediately. And I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be something that I that I surely take in. After that, they showed a game called 12 Minutes. That game looks so awesome. It's It was like a top-down game where you're looking down in an apartment, and it's the couple that are talking, and then the guy basically says to his, um, you know, to his, his girlfriend or spouse that there's a, you know, that that there's somebody's going to come in the apartment and hurt them. And so you're like, what? And then next thing you know, somebody knocks on the door, they come in and it's just what it looks like is you have a 12 minute window of time and it's going to be on a constant time loop. You start over and start over and you have to solve the mystery and the puzzle and all that stuff. And it looked awesome. It looked like something out of a movie and I'm willing to try that. That, that to me is an awesome game. Um, game idea and i'd be willing to give that one a go they showed some gears of war 5 and gears i mean if you have xbox you have played gears at some point and gears is phenomenal i am looking forward to playing gears 5 gears 4 was fun they talked about a new game mode that they have on gears called escape it's a three-person mode where you guys have to escape I'm guessing you'll be being chased by hordes and stuff like that. And I'm looking forward to that one. That one is going to be fun. The gameplay that they showed looked amazing. And the crowd really enjoyed that one. Then, after Gears, they gave us a little bit of Project Scarlet action. They talked about, they talked about Project Scarlet coming out in holiday 2020. And from what they gave us on the specs, it sounds like it is going to be the most powerful console to ever be released for home for home consumption. And man, I am looking forward to this thing. And I'm I'm guessing next year at E3, we'll actually get to see the console, we'll get the actual name of it outside of Project Scarlet, and we'll get the price point of what it should be. I've made my guess of saying it'll be somewhere between four to $600. Um, I think anything over $600 may begin to dishearten some fans, but I think it'll be somewhere in there, which that sounds about right. I mean, somewhere between four to six hundred dollars, probably closer to six hundred than four hundred. But I'm 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 excited for this one. The specs of it, it sound it sound they said it runs in native four K, um, native sixty frames per second, with capabilities of eight K and one hundred and twenty frames per second. Which I know that people are truly excited about that. Um, I know PC gamers are like, we have that already. Although that's cool, but console gamers don't. So let us live. You know, that's going to be fun. Then they showed some Halo action. And the new Halo looked dope. Like, it's a guy who's like in a space station almost. And then something happens and he finds Master Chief just floating out in space. He brings him in, boots up the suit again, and he comes back to life. And... Then they're off. 
and it was it it looked great. I don't think the footage that they showed was like the new console footage. I don't think we'll actually see that until next year. But it looked great. It looked fun. Halo fanboys rejoice. Master Chief is back. Then moving on to the next day, we got the Square Enix conference. And Square Enix had two things that people were looking forward to. Final Fantasy and Avengers. And boy, did they deliver on both. They started off with a Final Fantasy action. They finally got a release date for Final Fantasy VII, the remake. And it finally is coming out early next year, 2020. I believe it was May that they said it was coming out. From what they showed, it looks great. It looks like they have remade this thing into, you know, bring it to dress it up for modern times and make it still the, the same Final Fantasy mechanics that people enjoyed back in the day when they originally played it. But I remember, man, people just losing it when they showed Sephiroth on screen and showing some of the fighting mechanics and stuff like that. Like, people were really happy about this one, and I'm happy for Final Fantasy fans. I would assume, I'm not sure if, I know my brother used to be a fan of these games back in the day, and I'm not sure if he'd play it again, but I think that it'd be something that he'd be willing to try. You know, most likely I'll end up buying it for him, and then he'll play it for sure. But I think that'd be something that a lot of fans, they're, they're excited for, and people are really, they anticipated. Last week I asked the question, would people want it? And judging by the crowd reaction, People want it, so, you know, I'm looking forward to that one to see, like, how it's going to be when it comes out and how the, I guess, how the the fans will do as far as buying it and going out and, and picking that thing up. I wonder what the price on that one's going to be since it's a remake, if it'll be full price or anything. But, enough on the Final Fantasy. Square Enix went ahead and dropped that Avengers game on us that they... That we've been highly anticipating. And it looks great, man. It reminded me, when I saw the gameplay, it reminded me of Spider-Man on the PS4 from the, the animation style and everything. And I've come to learn since then that they're being really hush-hush on a possible Spider-Man slash Avengers tie-in for PlayStation. I think that would be great. If that happens on PlayStation, I hope at some point... That Xbox gets to try the place or gets to try the Spider-Man game because that game was awesome. And people on Xbox should be able to enjoy it just as much. So, but the Avengers game, it looks great. We got to see Hulk. We got to see Hulk, Black Widow, Thor, Iron Man, and Captain America all in action, all fighting. And it looks great. There have been complaints about the character models and stuff like that. I, I mean, it's fine. It didn't bother me. I, I was cool with it. I didn't expect them to be, you know, carbon copies of the movie Avengers or anything like that or straight out of the comic book. It's okay if they put a little tweak on it. As long as the gameplay is fun, man, it's all right. And from what I understand, they're going to have available skins later where you can buy different outfits and stuff like that and... You know, then you can put Captain America in whatever outfit you want. Hell, put him in that first one from the first Avenger movie 
where he was selling the the war bonds and stuff like that, and then then complain about something. But I think it'll be fun. I think that the Avengers game looked great. It's fun to know that you could at some point you'll be taking control over all the Avengers. They said that from what I could tell from the trailer, Cap Cap looks like he dies in there. Taskmaster is in the game. I thought I saw Abomination in there fighting with the Hulk. They looks to be a time jump of five years in there. And then they had two of the greatest voice actors to ever walk the earth. Troy Baker and Nolan North are both in there. Troy plays the Hulk slash Bruce Banner and Nolan North plays Iron Man. And man, to get those guys in there, you know, who played Joel in the, the Last of Us series and who played Nathan Drake in Uncharted. Dude, what more could you ask for, man? Like, we get we get two of the greatest voice actors of all time to jump in an Avengers game for us. The creators of the game announced that um, it would be available for multiplayer online. Up to four people can play it together online. Not only that, but you'll play online and You'll have the four people playing together, but there's going to be free DLC where you don't have to pay for any extra characters or any extra content that'll be coming available. They will have some microtransactions where you get to buy like maybe skins or something like that, but I'm totally fine with that if it means free gameplay and free, you know, and free DLC um, across the board. That just looks like a great thing. I sat back and watched some of the gameplay after the initial trailer, and the gameplay looks great. I am very excited to get that gameplay in, to see how each character varies and stuff like that. It's cool to see, like, you can actually throw Thor's hammer, call it back, a la Kratos, you know, God of War style. You know, it's cool to see that. It's cool to see you get to fly around as Iron Man. It's cool when you're the Hulk, you just get to smash stuff. When you're Black Widow, you're just this tactical fighter who, you know, opens up a huge can of whoop-ass on anybody. And if you're Captain America, you get to throw the shield, call it back. Man, I'm excited. As somebody who's taken in the whole MCU and whose new favorite movie is Endgame, I'm very excited to jump in here for this. And when it comes out next year, I will be in on day one probably order the Deluxe Supreme Director's Edition Snyder Cut. You know, you, you, you feel me, you feel me. But I'm in there. I'm, I'm looking forward to that one. Um, Ubisoft gave us a press conference, and the biggest takeaway from that is we get a sequel to Watch Dogs. It's called Watch Dogs Legion. It looks awesome. You are no longer one single character playing throughout the game. You get to take shape you get to take the shape of several people, and it looks like it is going to be fun. I saw what looks like a, you know, a you get to be a guy, you know, you know, just a regular guy, and he's fighting people and stuff like that. You get to be, uh, you know, a young female, and she's up there fighting people and sneaking around. Then I get to see the children and causing chaos, and man, it looked great. I'm so looking forward to this game. I can't wait to jump back into the Watch Dogs world. One was fun to me. Two was fun to me. And I'm sure three will be just as fun, 
especially playing with the different characters and stuff like that and having to change up your play style with each one. It'll be awesome. I'm very much looking forward to that. The last one was Nintendo. And Nintendo, Nintendo has always been unique. The way that they approach their conferences, it's not some like huge conference where they roll out a bunch of celebrities and just try to put on these shows for people. They just want to show you the games, man. And that's why a lot of people just respect Nintendo. It's because for them, it's all about the games. Nintendo might not have the flashiest hardware or even the most powerful hardware, but they're going to bring to you an experience with all their games. And I really enjoyed that. I think that what they're doing with Smash Brothers, the way that that franchise has carried on, you know, for since I was in high school, you know, even before, you know, that like when the first Smash Brothers came out, it's been fun, man. I truly love it. And I think what they're doing with that franchise is great. They introduced some new characters coming into to the Smash Brothers franchise, including Banjo and Kazooie, man, which got a huge ovation from the crowd. That was a huge that was a huge um, game for Nintendo back in the day. And to see them, you know, be able to come out and be in Smash Brothers now, man, I'm looking forward to it. I think it's going to be awesome. And I'm just, man, I'm, I'm down to have a good time with this one, man. I, Smash Brothers is, they, they've always got a fan in me. And then we got to hear that there's a Breath of the Wild sequel on the way. And from the looks of it, this may be a co-op adventure, man. And I'm looking forward to a co-op Zelda game where you get to possibly be Link and Zelda side by side fighting against evil forces. Who knows if Ganon will be back? I'm sure he will at some point. But who knows? I'm looking forward to it. And I think that it would be awesome to do a co-op, especially if I can get, you know, maybe the missus or something. Maybe she'll want to play alongside of me and you know, and do all that, but I think it'll be fun, I'm looking forward to it, and it looked great, man, Nintendo had a great press conference, they even brought out the new president of operations, um, Bowser himself, and they had a fun little video with, like, Bowser from the Mario games coming out, and thinking they were talking about him, and he was like, no, 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 not this Bowser, the other Bowser, I thought that was pretty fun, and I'm looking forward to that, man, um, Nintendo is doing some great things over there right now. But that brought us to the end of E3, man. E3 was great this year. I truly enjoyed it. The gameplays look fun. There's so many games coming out that I'm probably going to get my hands on at some point over the next year, year and a half. I'm looking forward to it, man. How did you guys enjoy E3? What was your favorite game out of there? You know, do you... Is there anything you're looking forward to in the next year? Are there things you're looking for that you want to see out of these same, you know, entities next year at E3? You know, let me know. This was a fun one. I really enjoyed it this year. Looking forward to hearing from you guys. Next week, I'll be back, be talking a movie with you guys next week. Actually, I may actually have the missus on as a guest. We may sit down, watch a movie, and then talk about it on Ye Old Podcast. So, look forward to that one. I had fun. I'm D High. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Before I go, make sure you follow your boy, The D High Podcast on Facebook.com. The D High at gmail.com if you want to email me, ask me questions. The D High 
on Instagram. If you just want to come over there, give a follow. See your boy. See the old mug. See see this Ugg mug up close and personal. I'm in there. You know, holla at your boy. But that's it. I'm D-High. And I'm out.